This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today, I'm going to be talking about overhydration. And I'm going to be discussing another wonderful aspect of pregnancy called Braxton Hicks contraction. All right. After that, we'll pop open a bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready? He means a bottle, too. One <laughs> bottle for me. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay, Bree, you called it. Yep, I got my ball open already, actually. And I have my glass of water. So excited. I'm still going to play that little sample of the wine opening, though. <laughs> I mean, you should, because I mean, it's like non-alcoholic wine, but it still has like 0.5. Uh-huh. It makes me a little nervous, but it's like 0.5 out of the entire bottle. So unless I'm guzzling down like three or four of them, I think I'm okay. All right, good. All right, so you want to go first today? Or you want me to? Um, you can go first. Okay. So my topic today is overhydration because it's something I actually see down here because uh, down Florida, um, I actually, I worked at a pickleball tournament that was outdoor and everyone was so worried about dehydration. We were getting symptoms of the opposite overhydration. So this is one of those things that people are like, what overhydration? So first of all, there's a little psychology behind it because humans are kind of black and white. It's like, is this good or is this bad? There's no middle ground for so many things. So uh, like stretching, everyone's like, there's no such thing as being too flexible. Yes, there absolutely is. Um, Same thing with hydration. There is dangers associated with dehydration and too much hydration. So the body is a bioelectric machine and it needs water and salt to conduct the energy it needs to produce muscle contraction. Probably heard of the sodium potassium pump. Sodium is a key ingredient for muscle contraction. Uh, so, and actually I send a lot of patients out for blood chemistry analysis. And usually like the, the number one thing that comes out of it is salt deficiency, believe it or not. So anyways, we all know about hydrating, you know, there's more risks associated with dehydration, but I mean, overhydration can actually cause death. So let's get into that a little bit. Isn't that like waterboarding? <laughs> no, that's oh, torture. I don't know. What is it called? What's it called what they do in the military that I see? Yeah, on- that's torture. That's waterboarding. They like that's like basically near drowning somebody by putting a bag over their head and then pouring water over it so they can't breathe and they're like breathing in water and it's terrifying. Overhydration. No, I think that's like suffocation. <laughs> that's different. Well, this is like suffocation, but from within in a sense. Um, so basically your body's pretty good at regulating the whole salt water balance. That's the key is balance, right? Um, so, and you can, you know, basically the kidneys will detect how much water and salt is in the fluids and excrete what it needs to. You see this after a big salty meal, your probably pee is a little more yellow because it's dumping all the salts. Or if you're overhydrated, your pee becomes more clear. All right. So you're always kind of going for that like light yellow pee. Um, so that's, you know, for most people, it's not really an issue. What happens is you see like marathon runners will just like pound water thinking it's a great idea. Um, and then they're not going to stop the pee and they're keep drinking water and keep drinking water. And you'll see these people like there's been deaths associated with marathons and overhydration. You see a lot of runners that collapse, and that's not from dehydration, it's overhydration. So what's going on inside the body is you have intracellular and extracellular fluid. 
So the, the extracellular fluid is like in the blood pass, plasma. Intracellular is within the cell. Uh, about two thirds of the water you buy is inside cells. So if you are drinking a ton of water, you go into what's called hyponatremia. And if the body doesn't have the chance to excrete out the water, uh, sorry, hyponatremia means um, lack of salt in the, in the body. Uh, the body will attempt, well, it'll try to tell you to pee. And if that doesn't happen, then it's going to push the fluid into inside of the cells. All right. So you can get cell death from this. Um, it can cause hydrocephalus, which is swelling of the brain. That's where it's really dangerous. That's where it can turn to coma or death even. Um, some signs of it is nausea, cramping, vomiting, coma is a definitely a, a symptom of it. Um, if you notice your ring on your finger fits a little tighter, you're probably holding on to too much water in, intracellularly. So maybe cut back a bit on the water. Um, what else I want to say? Okay, so this, this, there's a history behind it. So in the 1900s, like runners were told not to drink during a, a marathon or during a run. Then the 60s came around and Gatorade was invented here in Florida. And then basically everybody kind of overcorrected and then everyone was just pounding water and, you know, you know, at least the Gatorade has salt with it. Um, but it's got its problems too, because it comes with a bunch of sugar too. Well, um, not all Gatorade has a lot of sugar because I drink the Gatorade zeros right now because mm -hmm. I can't drink anything else besides water. Yep. So those give me a little bit of something extra, especially with those damn cramps that we discussed mm -hmm. last week. Yep. Well, I'm a big fan of the company Element, L-M-N-T. Um, that's like a electrolyte package. You just drop your water. It's delicious. And it kind of helps keep a good balance now. So that's kind of a general, you know, throw at the wall, see what sticks kind of approach. There is a company, I believe they're out of England, that gets really precise with hydration. Um, they have an awesome little quiz you can take. It's all free. And they put together a plan for you because uh, there's so many variables. It's like, what's your height, weight, athletic ability, uh, fat content versus muscular content, uh, your nutrition. So they take all these considerations into, into well, they take all those variables into consideration and they put together a plan for you. So Precision Hydration is the name of the website. Uh, just Google that and you can find their free quiz. Uh, I mean, I think that's not really necessary if you're an endurance athlete. For the average person, I just think, Pay attention to your pee color, so that light yellow, and you're probably all good. I just want to bring awareness to it because most people don't even know you could overhydrate. I mean, it's true. I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, I don't have a problem with that because I don't drink enough, but I, it is a problem out there, especially for more athletic people. Yep. Um, for the average person, not so much. But good job, Chris. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that most people tend to be dehydrated, not overhydrated. <laughs> yeah. But it's good to know that there is consequences on both ends. All right, people. So for your weekly dose of BS, um, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear. Not really, but I feel like I'm starting to have them. I'm actually going to call my doctor tomorrow. They're called Braxton Hicks contractions. Um, so what that is, pretty much they're contractions. Like it's like your body thinks you, you, you may think you may be going into preterm labor, but you're not. So they are, um, it's like your stomach gets tight and hardened and it's not organized. It's very sporadic. You, there's no pattern. There's no time. Like I could have it this hour and then five hours later, there may be another one. 
Um, so they usually happen as the second trimester, sometimes in the third, and pretty much it's the muscles of the uterus tighten to approximately 30 tightens for about 30 to 60 seconds, and then sometimes two minutes. But they're called Braxton Hicks, but you may hear them in birthing classes called practice contractions. Is your body getting ready for labor? But you're not going into labor because these can't cause your cervix to dilate. It can't cause your cervix to thin. You don't have to worry about that. But it's always like if you're having any tightening or cramping in your stomach area, you should always consult your doctor just to make sure that they're not true contractions and they are Braxton Hicks, okay? I just want to make sure everybody knows that just because I have not contacted mine, but I'm calling him first thing in the morning. <laughs> um, so pretty much what they feel like are, they're, I mean, my opinion, it's like a period cramp. Like it's just, it just tightens and, and then it kind of just loosens. It's not painful. It's not like a sharp, I mean, I've never had a baby before, so I don't know what real contractions feel like. But these are not painful. They're uncomfortable, but not like severe. Um, and again, go back to what they are. They're irregular in intensity and usually only last 15 to 30 seconds. Um, infrequent, unpredictable, non-rhythmic, more uncomfortable than painful. Um, they do not increase in intens intensity or frequency. And they taper off and then go away completely. Sometimes you can get contractions when you are dehydrated, you're not drinking enough water. And so is your body letting you know, hey, I need to, you need to hydrate yourself. I'm a little dehydrated, lay down, rest. A lot of women that are working or that are more athletic feel these in the later of the trimesters because you're busy, you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going. And that is why they happen. Um, let's see what triggers them. Like I just talked about having a full bladder after sex, dehydration, and then sometimes it can be triggered by someone else touching your belly. Your baby may not like that touch and starts moving and can cause the contraction to happen. Um, what can you do to relieve this? I said this before, water is one of the best things you can do. Drinking lots of water and resting. Um, you can take a bath. And then the other thing is you can drink like warm milk, like a herbal tea, as long as it's okay with your physician. And if none of these work, you need to contact your healthcare provider. All right. So I will be calling mine first thing tomorrow <laughs> because the last couple of days I've been having this tightening. I don't know if it's Elizabeth or if it's a contraction from the Braxton Hicks. I mean, they don't really hurt me. It just feels like my period's about to come on. But then I'm like, oh, that's not happening because I have a baby inside. So we'll see what he says tomorrow. Uh, did you just spill the beans on your baby's name? Yes. <laughs> I thought I told that last week, but her name is Elizabeth, y'all. <laughs> I'm so excited. She, We got a name. We're trying to get the nursery all set up. Um, I will be calling Chris to help paint and organize and hang stuff because he can do that. Michael and I are like challenged when it comes to like construction stuff, so. Congratulations to user DB151 underscore baby lover who guessed the name Elizabeth correctly. Yay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just totally made that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
I'm ready to fake open a bottle of wine. Are you? I mean, I can't have a bottle of wine, but I'm ready to drink one. Let's pretend. Okay, Brie. So, where, where do you want to start? Let's do restaurants. Let's start with restaurants, then we'll do questions, and then we'll wrap up with good news of today. Okay, sounds good. My restaurant pick is uh, over here on Collier Boulevard. It's called Ahi or Aji. I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I guess it depends where you come from. Ahi Limon. It's a Peruvian restaurant, second Peruvian uh, restaurant in a week, uh, in a row. It's, uh, it's got all your traditionals, uh, Lomo Sotaldo, that amazing ceviche. Um, atmosphere could be a little better, but service is good and the food's high quality. And it's actually really cheap, to be honest. So that's my restaurant pick of the week. I hate it when you go and the service is not that good or the atmosphere and that fun where you feel stuffy. Like if I'm going, like when we go out to eat, I want to have a good time. It's yeah. not just like, cause I don't want to cook. I mean, usually it's cause I don't want to cook, but it's, but it's because I want to go enjoy the atmosphere, like see the sights, see the people and just enjoy being around the people I am with at the time. Yeah. I find in Naples, a lot of these restaurants are very bright inside. You know, I, I'm from Boston. Everything's like dark. I like that, you know, and that's how I, that's, I guess why I say that about Ahi Limon, but to be fair, it was around lunchtime. So they maybe turn on the lights at night. I don't know. That's probably why the lights were on. <laughs> I, well, it doesn't strike me as the kind of place. I, I know they close at eight. So. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, well, my restaurant is more fun than yours. It is called the Continental. Oh, this is a place, place where you go for atmosphere. Yes. Okay. It's on Third Avenue. And I've been there a couple of times. We don't go down there that often because it's so far from our house, but I absolutely love it. It is the where we sit is outside. There is there's lights, there's trees, the service is great. They have great drinks. There's like a bar right in the middle of it. Um, the food is amazing. They have steak, they have like seafood. Um, I just really think the drinks are amazing, which this is probably why we hadn't been back in a while. Cause I'm like, I tell my husband, we can't do certain things while I'm pregnant. Cause it's not fair. So we'll be going back once this, once Miss Elizabeth makes her entrance to this world. Yes. And they have fantastic oysters there. Also nothing you can't have. Some of my favorite foods. I love oysters. Have we love. done Bartulia, by the way, they have the best oysters in town. In town, yes, but I've had better other places, but we'll talk about that later. All right. All right. Very good. Okay. Let me pull up my questions. I found some sneaky ones here. All right. What is it that lives if it is fed and dies if you give it a drink? So it lives if it's fed and dies if you give it a drink? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think like lives if I feed it, but what are you feeding it? And is the drink considered alcohol? And that's why it dies. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to answer those questions. Ask yes or no questions. Oh, what kind of drink are we talking about? <laughs> that's not <laughs> yes or no. Um, I will say any drink. So it could be water. Any, yeah, water. Yep. 
Okay. Mm. Well, shit. I don't know. I'll just mess up on this one. Fire. What? Fire. Oh, yeah, that does make sense. I am blaming <laughs> it on pregnancy brain. That's not fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. What can one catch that is not thrown? A virus. Yeah, a cold. I think we've done, we've done that one before. No, I'm just smart. You're smart. Okay. Give it to you. <laughs> okay. Number three. So you're one for one. Or one for two. What word would you use to describe a man who does not have all his fingers on one hand? A nub? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> a hook. Nope. A pirate? <laughs> what word would you use to describe a man who does not have all of his fingers on one hand? A fourth. <laughs> a fourth? Yeah. <laughs> nope. Oh, he's normal because all your fingers are not on one hand. There you go. You got it. <laughs> Two for three. Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> All right, that's what I got. Those are your three. Well, Not see, bad. I feel smart, and I have a whole another baby in my body. You have no excuse. So you got two brains inside you, so you should be even better. I'm trying to educate her so she's smart. <laughs> like All right, y'all, let's wrap up this podcast with some good news of the week. So this one I found off of it's called the Week is um a website online, and it's talking about a teenager. Um, whose sister has leukemia. So guess what she did? She organized a blood drive to help her sister out. And that's sweet. Like most teenagers probably like don't even think about stuff like that. But so Eden Jackson has recently has realized the importance of blood donation and she's doing her part to spread the word. In May, Jackson's six-year-old sister, Violet, was diagnosed with B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia. As part of her treatment at Omaha Children's Hospital, Violet had to receive two blood transfusions. And mom, Wendy Jackson, she was so thankful the blood was available for Violet and she wanted to pay the gift forward. So I, she scheduled a blood donation. Eden wanted to get even more people involved while educating them on how important blood donations are and how they can save lives. So last week, she organized a community blood drive with the American Red Cross and all of the slots were filled up quickly. Across the U.S., blood supplies are critically low, with donations down because of the pandemic, making Eden event even more important. It's great to see it all fill up so fast and know that we brought awareness into the need of blood and that I can help people, she said. I think that is so sweet. That's awesome. How old is she? Did they say? She was only 16. That's great. She'll tell you, like, grow up to be a phlebotomist or something in the medical field. Like, that's one of those, like one of those, you know, starts with why kind of, a, of things in your life that's like, it inspires you. It's like, so. what's your truth? What's your why? This yep. is my why. My yep. sister had cancer and mm -hmm. I wanted to help her. And here you go. That's it. She found her calling. That's awesome. Love it. Good job, Eden. We're proud of you. Okay, Bree, you got anything else for me? 
Anything else dire to discuss? No, I think that's it. I'm just for y'all listeners out there, you know, send me messages on um, Instagram or talk to us through email. Let us know what you want to hear. If you're sick of hearing about my pregnancy, just let me know. This is my venting session. So just contact Chris and I. We would love some inspiration from you guys and let us know what y'all are thinking. We promise we message back and we talk. So hit us up. Yep. And I love to nerd out all things wellness, nutrition, anything like that. Any specific topics you want, please. I'm always looking for new ideas. There you go. Okay. This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. This is Poppin' Bottles. See you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>